0: I mean, I think it's kind of funny that that doesn't make sense to you, actually. It makes no sense to me. But what would you call that, then? It's just like loose leaves. Loose, yeah, but loose leaves are what makes up the entire oh, wait, thing.
1: We have been battling about this for like an hour now behind the scenes too, we're, and I still stand by my claim. Okay. That is not a salad.
0: Okay, we're going to have to get into this. <laughs> Hello everyone, this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillin. Thank you so much for tuning in today wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We are live from the... Fun Employment Radio, home studio, which is now <laughs> my bedroom. So that's a spare bedroom. It's a spare bedroom. Greg's it's not my actual, actual bedroom. Yes, like, it's, <laughs> it's not where I slumber, but it is uh, it is still uh, back at my house right now as we do every day here. Just a timestamp. It's March 27th, 2020 in the middle of the coronavirus apocalypse as we stay at home and uh, try to, you know, follow all the quarantine rules and the social distancing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're here. Uh, broadcasting from the room, if the sound's a little different, that's why. That's uh, why, I
1: exactly. Can- yeah, because it is different. Yeah,
0: we still have to do some work here to get everything back up and running. Once we do, we'll do like a whole studio tour of the like eight by five foot room that we're in, <laughs> like the closet, the oversized closet that it's we're essentially in. It's bigger than
1: in. five feet, isn't uh, it? it's
0: bigger than five feet, but it's not that big. It's a pretty small room that we, this is where we started out, but, uh, but we'll be, uh, we'll be here. We do have a special guest. I do want to say that. And we're probably going to be having quite a few different guests who will oh, be yeah. joining us because everybody's at home. So, uh, everybody <laughs> wants something to do and, uh, and they can join us, but we do. Uh, do you want to tell everybody who's joining us here in about five minutes or Absolutely. so? Absolutely. So we're
1: going to be joined by, um, a guy by the name of Matt and he owns a company here in Portland called Pacific North Press. Okay. And his company is doing this pretty amazing thing. I'm, I'm reading this from the email. Um, or basically, they're helping small businesses fundraise at no cost to them. So what these people are doing is, like, they build a web store, print and ship out the goods, and mail out a check to the artist, business, musician, et cetera, When the pre-sale is complete,
0: that's really cool. So they, yeah, so, it's yeah, so they out. cover all of that. And there's so many local businesses that need help. So. Yeah. That's uh that's great.
1: It's cool. So if you yeah. know somebody too, well and we'll talk to Matt. Pond yeah,
0: we'll it. we'll talk to them and have them yeah, run through it all. But that's that's really cool. So Matt's gonna join us here in just a few, so he'll be calling in to the show. And of course we're broadcasting live for everybody in the Fun and Point Radio Supporters Club. Thank you for joining us. We're so um, happy to have you. Yeah, and we will I received uh several emails just about what we talked about yesterday, how we're gonna have like a group happy hour and that'll be public and we'll post all that info, but we just haven't figured out the time for it yet. We'll
1: We're gonna do that today though, right?
0: Uh, we could probably do one, yeah, this evening. Yeah, this evening. Yeah, yes. this, e- yeah. this evening for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Do so we'll post that on Facebook and Twitter. Follow us there, and then we'll post the info of how to do it. Probably we'll do Zoom. So if you don't have Zoom on your phone or your laptop, it's free. Uh, you might want to download that, and then you can join in for a quarantine uh, cocktail hour. <laughs> That's going to be my second cocktail uh, happy hour. Third happy hour today.
1: how. Because what are I've your got other one, ones? Well, I'm
0: doing one for a live thing. That one it's not really one. But then I'm going to join a, a Digital Trends one for a little bit, too. And then for a meeting. But it's also going to be drinks. And then we'll have a fun appointment radio. So I should be having a lot of fun later. Oh, wow. You'll want to All join.
1: All right. This is going to be totally not a mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it could be.
0: It most likely will be a mess, uh, which will be fun. So, uh, but really quick here, just I want to start this conversation. I know our guest is going to call us here any minute. But to start this conversation... Here's the thing. Sarah is doing lunch date with Sarah on Instagram live every day at noon Pacific, so you want to join for that. But she's today did
1: a salad. And here's did, the thing. I did which was a mistake. I thought that I could eat salad if I if I cut it up into small pieces I'd feel comfortable eating it. Because in front you of have people a, I did not.
0: And you have an issue with eating salad in front of people.
1: And just eating in front of people in general, I get very like lunch, going out to lunch or dinner like for me with me and like one other person is just kind of a nightmare scenario for me. Really? I just don't. I get so nervous. I'm afraid I'm going to run out of things to talk about. I just.
0: Oh, you get nervous because of that. Yeah. See, I get nervous because of the eating in front of people. I just don't like to eat in front of people.
1: Oh, the eating, I don't care. But it's like the, it's the running out of conversation and then being awkward. Like I just dread the uncomfortable.
0: You really don't like a pause in the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) No. But that's true. You don't.
1: I don't. And then, like, yeah, if there's a pause and it makes me super uncomfortable and then, like, you know, I don't have to get up and, like, you know, I don't have to use the restroom. I'll get up, and, you know, just, like, try and take some time out of the out of the awkwardness. Yeah. No, I get nervous. Like, even with, like, close friends and family, uh-huh. I get nervous, like, having a sit-down one-on-one.
0: Really? So, even with friends and family, you still can't have that pause?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I can't, like, 100% always relax I think that's what it is like you know to be so this is almost with high anxiety so this
0: is almost therapy for you when you're doing the fun employment radio or the the lunch date with Sarah
1: it is a videos. little bit I mean because I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone and I want to be able to talk to people and want them to be able to that's talk good back to you're me.
0: using quarantine time to get out of your comfort zone oh man <laughs> so anyway Sarah ate a salad on it today, and she. Um, but I
1: did hide behind a Clyde Drexler um, Wheaties box because that's true. I did not want. While you as, were eating it. Yeah, as soon as because you don't want to see people like. No, as soon as I realized how disgusting it looked when I was eating my salad, I'm like, "All right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to eat, but I'm going to put this be- between like the camera and my face so that you can't actually see me eating it." <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Oh, let me see. Okay. Oh, sorry. It was just a and an, a real quick email that came through about our uh, about our studio. Okay, so yeah, the answer is there's an iffy thing. This this may it may end up closing. So our actual oh, really? studio building, oh, yeah, no, we removed oh. our studio from. Sorry, that came through right now. We're live recording. I've been
1: waiting to hear about. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, it
0: just came through. I just kind of perused it, but we'll uh, we'll see what it happens. So we but.
1: chose probably wisely. Probably wisely. Even. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Okay. Anyway, side note that just came through right now. Um, but uh, but yeah, so eating the salad in front of people. Here's the thing: Sarah actually called while she was out. Uh, she went to the store to get stuff for to do this, and I'm here. Um, all the time now So I was at home and, and she's like Hey do you happen to have Any salad? N-
1: yeah no I didn't say salad I Okay said, what did you, you any- say? Yeah actually say how you I say. said do you have any like Spinach or lettuce or anything? Like do you have any greens? Do you have any greens? hmm And Greg is And Greg answers me It's the most annoying conversation In the world And Greg's like Oh well I don't know I think the spinach might be bad But I have a box of salad Okay
0: We're leaving Okay a box of salad That is what I said now, I want to ask for people who are listening live, and of course, if you're listening afterward, you can answer this too, but we'll be debating this here in just a few. Um, do you know what a box of salad is? Now, Sarah, tell me why this upset you so
1: much. It didn't upset me. It was just, it, it makes me feel sad for you because you don't clearly understand what a salad is.
0: How would, okay, that I would not know what a salad is. So what would A consti- salad,
1: a, a, okay, what constitutes a salad is... Ingredients. A okay. salad is made up of more than one ingredient. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Sure. It but, is. But it can come... You just
1: agreed with me.
0: But there are multiple ingredients within the box of salad that I referenced.
1: There absolutely were not different ingredients in there. That was just a box of greens. It's not a salad.
0: Okay, I'm taking a look here at the chat. Mr. Diggy says a box of greens is a salad like a pile of two by fours is a house. <laughs> Uh, Canada says that is not a salad per se. But here's, and, and I, again, you know, I know our guest is calling right now, so I want to make sure that we he- save some time to get into this here in a minute because these are the important issues of the day of what constitutes this. To me...
1: Like, it's very frustrating because, like, the way that you just completely don't understand how that's not a thing is baffling to me. So I'm in the middle of Fred Meyer, you know, trying not to touch anybody, like, you know, holy, and, and having this fight with Greg about, like... Do you have, but seriously, what is a box of salad? Does that mean it has like greens in it or is it just full of a bunch of stuff?
0: Uh, I mean, I would say, you no, know, it's gotta have like some variety to it. It can't just be one thing. But if it's say it's a, like, if it's just spinach, well then it's a box of spinach. If it's just like, I don't know, some, something else, box of kale, then it's just a box of kale. But with this, this is, this is a little bit different.
1: Okay, well, let's just, let's finish that discussion later on in the show.
0: Okay, because well, I, I know our guest is, is joining us here, <laughs> yes. so we just need to reset here for a second. We'll get our guest on. I will explain more about salads uh, here in a minute. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, uh, all right, we'll take a quick break. <laughs> we'll bring Matt on right after this.
1: All right, welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio. We do have our friend Matt joining us from Pacific North Press, Portland. Now, I uh, was able to meet Matt because we were actually... Ordering our T-shirts for uh, our good friends' bar, Landmark Saloon. Yes, and um, I was having some problems online because I'm kind of an idiot when it comes to ordering things, and was able to call <laughs> Pacific north press and ended up finding out that they're doing something really creative to help, um you know, the community right now during this time of crisis. So, uh, Matt, we're so excited to have you here.
2: Yeah, thank you, thank you for having me.
1: Oh my gosh, no, I wanted to get you on the show as soon as I found out what you were doing because this is pretty incredible, and it's a way to kind of you know help smaller businesses while also kind of keeping your business intact. So I guess, can you maybe back up a little bit and tell me how you got started in printing in general?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I started probably, I don't know, 11 years ago. Um, I just kind of stumbled into it. Um, I was in school for graphic design, trying to do a career change and a friend of mine started printing, and, and he asked me for my help, and it just kind of started rolling from there. Uh, um, he has since uh, moved out of state and took on another project, and I kept going, and, and now I, I've i got a large facility, automatic equipment, and I've got a crew of 11 people that are hopefully going to be able to be back at work um, at the end of this. Yeah.
0: Man, well, I mean, that's that's really cool to take it from that, you know, starting off with kind of helping out some friends, and now you've got this whole operation that
2: you're going yeah 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 i was i mean it's it's definitely been a fun ride you know i i uh way back at the beginning i even um i took a class uh from the from the from one of the distributors and and now i actually teach the class too
0: (laughs) (laughs) so you've gone from student to teacher literally
2: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah
1: so what all is involved in a printing business like do you do you do the design as well or do you just kind of um, like ensure the printing how does that work
2: well, we do we do a lot of uh, design work in-house, but most of the work that we do is brought to us ready to go by, you know, various vendors. We work for people like Danner, Wildfang, Nike. Wow. We work awesome. tons and tons of small businesses around the city um, that really make up the core of the work that we do. Um, so most of the time they, they bring us art ready to go. We prep it for our medium and then, um, we load it up on our machines. We're, we're pretty well known for our, our high quality printing. We, we do a lot of high detail work. Um, and that's, that's kind of our main focus, but we also do a lot of retail preparation. Um, we, we do fold and bagging. We, uh, make UPCs, things like all the things that like stores need, um, in addition to just like a product. So we're, we're kind of a full stop
0: um, uh, kind of business. So people can come there with pretty much whatever they want and, and, and get that made from you.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um, I have a question for you just because, you know, working with that many customers, I have to wonder, there's probably been some strange ones that have come through some, some interesting projects. Is there anyone that like stands out? That's one of like the weirdest ones that you've worked with.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, <laughs> we <laughs> that you know could say <laughs> anymore, but, uh, you know i had i had one guy um <clears throat> well let's see uh, <laughs> sorry to put you on the spot and you don't have to you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to yourself. answer yourself yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, no. Uh, no we've, we've definitely had some interesting folks to work with i, I think we're pretty lucky for the most part that, um you know everybody's pretty pretty good about what they want from us um it's more you know there's there, there can be a lot of narcissism in fashion so I, i'd say it's it's uh, more more egos to work with every now and then. We get somebody who's just really tough to work with because they're they're very very fashion. Gotcha. You know? no, yeah, um, makes sense. And we have got to work around that. And we're just a bunch of you know punk kids who who uh, got into this and and tried to you know had to figure out the business side along the way and and finally got good enough at it that we can we can sustain things you know so, so
1: you know <laughs> that's awesome. So how did you? And uh, and your partner come up with this idea uh, to help small businesses during this like totally insane time that we're living in right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I I totally can't take credit for it. I um one one of the cool things that that I get out of teaching is I've got a small network of print shop owners um, that we bounce a lot of ideas back and forth off each other. So so uh, one of my colleagues in Texas who has a shop called Printed Threads actually came up with the idea and and i saw that as like you know that is the solution for right now we're, we're, all of our all of our customers require um their customers to do business with us right so w- with with our customers not having any customers or an outlet for um their customers we're dead in the water we mm-hmm. can't do anything because there's nobody going to stores to buy what we're making right. um you know we we really rely on that that uh, that supply chain, um, to function as a business. So, you know, I thought to myself, like, man, all we can really do now is, is fundraise. Cause we're a great vehicle for fundraising anyway. And we're used very frequently for Kickstarter campaigns, for seed money, for seeding projects, um, all sorts of, you know, ways that, that businesses come up with to generate money. And I thought, you know what, like I can make this, uh, Program happen really quick. It doesn't cost me anything. It's no risk to me. So why the heck not? Mm. Um, you know, and all the businesses that can benefit from it, they don't have to pay for anything either. It's just you know we're going to work with what's sold and we're going to give them their share of the the proceeds and and it's going to help keep us open for the future and and maybe make some good relationships along the way so it's it's a win-win all around. Wow. That's a it's a great idea. I mean it's such a, but, an
1: incredible idea.
0: Um yeah, but definitely helping people out. And That's why, you know, our friends are are the owners of Landmark Saloon and Yeah, yeah. keep and seeing that's, your name but you know, pop that's up everywhere. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where we found out about it. Um And then we bought shirts. And I know some other people are buying shirts, by the way, buy a shirt for Landmark Saloon. Yes. So they're our yeah, friends. But...
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And then, then all these other businesses. So for businesses that are out there, you know, and we've got a lot of small business owners that listen to our show or, you know, all all across the gamut. I mean, um but if they wanted to do something like this, like what are the steps they need to go through to, to get something like that up?
2: Well, all I really need um, to get started is I need a graphic. I need an idea for a shirt. We can we can work out the rest, um, and then I need uh, anybody who wants to involve themselves in it to just market to share over their social media. I've got the whole infrastructure ready to go and built, um, so we can do this really quickly. We can get a shirt up online and promoted, and then we just have to promote it. And we'll run a pre sale for about a week. Right now, we're we're tracking. Um, I mean, we started on the twenty fourth and we 've already raised forty two hundred dollars wow wow we 're close to a thousand dollars a day um, which I think is going to be very, very impactful. Uh, and we can keep repeating this. We can extend the pre-sales, you know, whatever we got to do to make things work for the businesses. Like this is this is the time of like ultimate flexibility, you know, for for our business, helping out other businesses. Let's we can do whatever works.
0: That's so cool. You're so flexible on that, too, because that's that's the other thing I think like during this time, especially. And we've talked about it on the show. It seems like every hour, like the world changes oh, into a different is
1: significantly different. Oh, yeah. Right.
0: You know. <laughs> Um, so it's so hard to keep track of that and, and being able to be, you know, adept at changing up plans if things change, you know, that's, that's really great too. I'm sure for all these business owners.
2: Absolutely. I mean, you know, right now they've got a lot more things to worry about, but if we can help them like make money and we can stay alive in the process, you know, I, I can literally do all of it with them having to make like one or two, you know, social media posts and, and that can easily turn into 500, a thousand, you know, several thousand dollars, um, depending on how how broad of a following they have. You know, Landmark has actually gotten close to $2,000 already. That's nice. amazing. Awesome. Oh,
1: that's so great to hear. Yeah. So, Matt, where can people go? Like, what's the best website or um, way to get a hold of you if they have any questions or to help support these businesses or maybe inquire about, um, you know, having their own business get some shirts done? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Well, um, my website is pacificnorthpress.com. And then the email is just print at pacificnorthpress.com. And that's probably going to be the best way. We're, we're uh, shortening our hours a little bit. So we're going to be available by phone at 971-200-5002 from Monday through Thursday, 9 to 5. Uh, we're closing Fridays for now just to, to keep our costs low. Um, and and hopefully we'll be able to maintain through this as well. Uh, but, yeah, just just get in, get in contact with us. We'll We'll get everything set up.
1: And I will awesome. say, like, there's an actual human that answered your phone, answered your phone. I guess Scott.
2: Yes, yes. he, <laughs> he was so nice because
1: I could not get my credit card to work, and we went back and forth for like 25 minutes, and there was no impatience or anything. And then ended up getting it figured out. So that was very cool. I appreciated <laughs> that.
2: Wonderful, wonderful.
1: Well, thank you so much, Matt, for taking some time to uh, chat with us. And-
2: Absolutely, thank thank you guys for sharing this. I think I think we can make a pretty big difference with this program.
0: I think so too. Yeah, we appreciate what you're doing, and, and thanks for joining us here just to talk about it and, and let our listeners Absolutely.
2: know about it. it. My pleasure. Awesome. Thanks,
0: thanks, Matt.
1: Thanks, Matt. You
0: guys take care. That was that was really cool. Uh, so again, that's Matt from uh,
1: Pacific North Press. Pacific North Press. Yeah, and you can find out more at Pacific North Press dot com
0: yeah really and that's cool.
1: that's a way that you can actually like take because he's helping his business stay alive while also helping out other small businesses yeah i mean that's the best scenario yeah that's why i really wanted to have him on because i just yeah that's, that's great that's i, I think it's so a wonderful needed idea. in a time where people are super struggling you things
0: know? are very strange right now i mean to say the least that's the the least amount you could say with that so that's very cool what they're doing and again if you're out there too and you're listening to this show um you know, if there's anything you think we can do, and if we can amplify or, or mention something, yeah, if let we can us help know. you in any yeah, way. Yeah, we can help you out. If there's something we can do, great. Otherwise, we'll just keep on, you know, bringing you a distraction for the day. Which, getting so back to of getting back to this, <laughs> I like so how, the salad. Oh,
1: we have a nice like guy was here. He's like he's making a difference. Meeting. I'm like, let's fight about salads. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Well, hey, you know, you <laughs> we find all your, have our contributions. You find your strengths. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay. So here's the thing. What I'm talking about. Or do you want to explain a little bit more? Where were we at? Were you explaining a little bit more of this to me?
1: Um, I was just saying how frustrating it was yeah. to talk to you on the phone when I'm in the middle of the grocery store and trying to figure out whether or not I should grab lettuce or not because you keep insisting you have a box of salad.
0: So here's why I said I had a box of salad. Now, when I go buy salad, I go to the... Uh, generally speaking, I know you can buy all the ingredients and do that. I don't do that very often. I buy the pre-made stuff. So I buy the, the box of uh, where it's like a plastic box. So it is a box and then it says what kind of salad is on it, and I buy that, and ergo, that's a salad. It says don't on this ergo? thing- ergo?
1: No, that doesn't make you sound <laughs> smarter
0: if you just throw in a fucking ergo. But it says on it that it's an herb salad. So, I mean, I don't know how I'm wrong in saying that's a okay, box of salad. Okay, an
1: herb salad is just a whimsical way of saying it's just greens.
0: I think this is what it says, herb salad. I'll, I'll double check. Actually, I can go an get it. An
1: herb salad? Yeah, okay, fine, go I'll get go it. I'll go get it.
0: I'll go get it and double check.
1: Because in order, I think that I haven't looked it up, but I'm pretty sure the definition of a salad is, you know, greens with other stuff in it. He is so wrong. Let me tell you how annoying it was. So I'm just trying to understand if I'm supposed to be getting, like, any sort of greens or not. Oh, there's Chris. I don't know if you can see him. (laughs) That's funny because, like, I'm doing my animal paintings, um, you know, like between when we're doing shows. Greg is doing all his DT stuff. Chris uh, does sales, so he's just always walking around with his earpieces and hustling. It's kind of an interesting time that we're living in. There are salads that don't have greens. Okay,
0: so here mm. is the way I look at it when it comes to a salad. So this is the box that I bought, and uh, for those who are seeing on the video, you know you can see it, but I'm going to read it to you too. It says on here this plastic box. It says um, organic fresh herb. Salad. 16 ounces. One pound of fresh herb salad. How is this not a box of salad?
1: Because it only has that the greens. That's it.
0: But it says salad.
1: Just because it says it doesn't mean that it's real. Do you believe everything that you read?
0: So here's how I believe a salad works. The salad, at the very base, is just a mix of greens. And that is what a salad is. No. Now, the stuff you add in, that's to a personal flavor. No, because,
1: all right, and then people are saying, like, oh, they think that they are getting me... Um so it says like beet salad, potato salad, all of those have multiple ingredients.
0: So it's but You ha- it has to
1: have multiple ingredients to be a salad.
0: But there's multiple kinds of greens in here. It
1: doesn't matter they're just greens.
0: So what would constitute a salad? What happens when I additional, buy this box of salad?
1: Additional things added to greens. If you just have that it's a plate of greens.
0: So what would I say that this is? That's that's a box of greens. A bu- but it says salad on it. Oh my it. god. I mean, okay, I want to see what other people think. Um looking here. A noun, a cold dish of various mixtures of various raw or cooked mixtures. vegetables. Yes, and various vegetables, usually now, seasoned
1: with oil, vinegar, or other dressing, and yes.
0: Keyword: seasoned. Usually seasoned with oil, vinegar, or other dressing, and sometimes accompanied by meat, fish, or other ingredients. No, now,
1: it's not saying the usually about the seasoning. It's the usually about oil, vinegar, or other dressing.
0: I think I'm more of a traditional person because I believe that traditionally a salad. You didn't have a bunch of different dressings and fancy things you threw on it. That's the accoutrement you put on afterward. The base of it, though, is still a salad. And a salad is just greens, and that's actually how I eat my salads. I don't, I don't eat it with any sauce on it. That is so, so weird. So to me... It's not
1: sauce.
0: <laughs> what is it that you put in your dressings?
1: Dressings.
0: Did you just call it salad sauce? So your salad sauces. Uh, your various sauces. Okay, anyone
1: grow. who doesn't even know what a dressing is, has no business talking about <laughs> it. I know what a dressing salads. is, but
0: I don't but I don't put it on it. So I think that a basic salad is just is just that. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of greens. I think that's the base level of what a salad is. It's maybe the very base of it. Um so Vicky is saying it could be called a dry salad, but it's still salad. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Janky says, what a weirdo. Uh, Dennis says, Greg, do you just eat a head of iceberg lettuce?
1: I feel like you just eat it um, like an apple. Do you just like take a bite out of it?
0: No, I do like lettuce, though. I am I am a lettuce fan. This, I mean, this box has like a mixture of, I don't know, a few different kinds of things in there. I don't know what they all are. I couldn't tell you that. But um, uh, So Steven says, wait, now it's greens and salad. Uh, Keelan says, anti-condiment man is... Wow, there is a lot of uh, disagreements here. Anti-condiment man is no authority for what a fucking salad is, says Keelan King. Uh, Vicky says, I'm siding with Greg here. So thank you, Vicky. Thank you for being right. And that's that's what I think. So I think what I said... No,
1: it says... So I'm looking at this... Uh, it's a salad all right, from Wikipedia. Okay. A salad is a dish consisting of a mixture of small pieces of food, usually vegetables and fruit.
0: mm. Yes. Usually vegetables. Yeah. Multiple kinds. There are multiple kinds of vegetables. Okay, you know what that is?
1: That's a base of a salad.
0: Thank you for coming around and agreeing with me. No,
1: no, no. That's not actually a salad. That's what you need in order to make a salad. It's an ingredient of a salad. I think Mr. Jenky said it best when he said it's like calling a pile of two by fours a house. That's exactly it. Depends on what kind that of a house you want. without anything else is not a salad. <laughs> Two
0: by fours laid laid in just the right way could be a house for somebody. You know, for some people they want their mansions and their jacuzzis. For me, I'm a simple man. I like my salad just as it as as God intended, which is a mix of greens, without any of your fancy sauces on it. So that's where I'm at. That's just what I'm saying. As Vicky says, it says on the package, it's a salad. It doesn't
1: matter. Because like, it's, it's like what their in-store organic brand. They're trying to make you think like you're all healthy. Like they say fresh So you're calling of, them liars. Yes, marketing is full of liars.
0: So you're saying that they're lying about this. this I'm saying
1: that I think the person that oh. named that box of greens isn't educated on what a salad is. Okay.
0: Well, I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree. But um, it's a box and it says salad on it. So I think I'm right. So uh, anyway, besides that, Continuing on, Sarah, let me ask you this. How has your quarantine been going? How have, you, how have you handled this? Are you, I know that you are a very social person.
1: Yes, it's killing me.
0: And I know that you like to be out and about and going out to, you know, which I do too. I but fucking hate you it. really, really want to do that um, because you like being around people. I miss you my like, friends. You like being at bars. You like, uh, you know, going to restaurants. And I'm not saying I don't either, but I know that for you, you are a very social person. It sucks. Are, are you having a hard time with this?
1: What are you talking about? What do you mean? Do you mean that I'm like, I'm aggra- I'm angry about the fact that I'm stuck at home and I don't get to see anybody? And then like, I, I, for some reason, I'm like, irrationally irritated over the fact that you're calling a box of greens a salad?
0: Yes, that's kind of what I was getting at. That there. could it be it.
1: A, um. Or that I can't hug anybody or touch anybody or see anybody or I was supposed to, you know, to go to the beach with my family that I won't be able to see for God knows how long. And I know everybody's in the same boat, so I'm not gonna complain. Yeah. But yes, it is hard. For an extra for people who are used to being out. Yeah. I will tell you I am having a fuck of a time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean it it is uh it is difficult for for being the social side of things. Now I am learning to enjoy some of the virtual hangout stuff. I'm I'm starting I'm enjoying I mean that. it's as
2: good
1: as it gets, so Yeah, I mean, eventually that's going to be all that we know.
0: (laughs) I mean, this is the new normal. This is life. Yeah. Like we're all basically bubble people. I know. We live in our own little bubbles. Are we going
1: to all start? I wonder if, uh, I've been wondering this actually yesterday, because when we did the, um, with your buddy Sam. Mm -hmm. Sam and Nicole. Sam and Mm -hmm. Nicole from the Manual Podcast.
0: Yes. The Manual Podcast is a great show to listen to. It's a great show. It is actually.
1: And I wonder if we're all going to start talking in a different way after this. How so? Pausing more.
0: Oh, because of the because lag of the in video? Lag.
1: I wonder if it's going to affect overall people's way of speaking.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that it <laughs> <Stop> could. Because...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that is the, no, the whole talking over people. It's, yeah.
1: it's, it's teaching people how to like, you know, take breaks and you have to wait. And so everyone is kind of like stops and mm-hmm. it's weird.
0: It is weird. Yeah. Um, even doing all the interviews that I've been doing this week over that. Because there are some times where the internet is lagging. That is an actual issue uh, because so many people are on it right now. It's going to be fine, but there's, there's going to be some issues that are going to come up yeah. with the internet, which is terrifying. Uh, so, but yeah, people could, could start to speak in different ways like that. Yeah. That, could, that could be. I'm taking a look here. Uh, Dennis says, I'm an antisocial humbuddy. I love this. Sucky part is that I was supposed to be landing in Mexico in about an hour. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. That's uh, that's not fun. I did talk to a guy, though, today who was... This is this kind of put it in context for me. I talked to somebody who was um, supposed to be home right now, but they were on a trip when all this went down, and they got locked down in the country that they were in. Oh, no. So this guy's in Colombia, and he was only supposed to be there for 10 days, and he said about four days in, things got crazy, and they just locked the country down to where everybody had to stay where they were. And so him being a foreigner visitor there. He's like, um, okay. So wow. what, what do I do? And luckily the Airbnb people, cause they weren't getting any more people in. Obviously yeah. they allowed him to stay there indefinitely until it's over. But he's like, I have no idea when I'll ever be able to go home.
1: Oh, that's crazy. Like I'm here by
0: myself in this country. Uh, you can't go, go outside. I like, can go to the grocery store, but he's like, I'm clearly a foreign tourist. So you get, like, he's like, I get real hard stares from the police. About what are what are you doing out here? And uh, no. yeah. So yeah. at least we're not that.
1: Well I know, and I don't know that everybody I'm not gonna And to
0: everybody else who's out there too. Uh, if you're stuck in a foreign country right now
1: and yeah. don't want to be there. And then... I mean sorry, like I can't pretend to be all sunshine and roses sometimes. It just kinda yeah, sucks. Yeah. But you know what? This too shall pass. Hopefully, at some point in the foreseeable future. Yeah. And in the meantime, let's just keep doing the show and keep yeah, of course. fighting about salads and well, you know, I'll keep watching multiple I'm... lifetime movies. I knocked out two more yesterday
0: nice congrats well you did say you tell us one a day so i will say this you know i'm learning how to handle it myself i know it's harder for you to go through this so if you want to get mad at me about a salad you can get mad at me about a salad
1: um (laughs) it's not mad i'm just being truthful i'm just trying to educate you
0: okay thank you for trying to educate me (laughs) um but, uh, but yeah, so as far as entertainment and different things that we're doing, and we're going to be doing some other things here too, but uh, I want to know a little bit more about your I know Lifetime movies make you happy. They are making and I think that's happy. one of the things. You got to find the things that make you happy when you're, when, you know, we're all going through this. When there's bad stuff going on, this is what we always do.
1: Painting's making me happy.
0: Painting's making you happy. Well, that's mm-hmm. good. So you're painting a uh, I'm painting a cat. a cat. Yes. And not a live cat, but you're painting a portrait no, of a cat.
1: I'm painting a portrait of a cat. Okay. Yes.
0: That's good. That's awesome.
1: And um, yeah, and I've been watching Lifetime movies. Yesterday, I watched one of my favorite ones because there aren't a lot of uh, haunting ones. Okay. So Lifetime, every once in a while, like uh, branches off and does like a ghost story one. A Which, ghost those story are, Lifetime movie. Now, those why are is that solid gold? Because you can find
0: those very much. Why are those not? Why don't? Why doesn't Lifetime do more ghost movies? I don't
1: know. They used to in the '90s. Okay. Like lots of occult stuff and mm-hmm. witches and haunted houses, and they've kind of like dropped off. I don't know if it's like. The true crime element now that that's like more popular gotcha so yeah there are uh intermittently some um some pretty amazing haunting uh, uh lifetime movies and this one one of my favorites which i've seen before it's been like 10 years since i've seen it though uh uh-huh. is the one i watched yesterday called secrets in the walls oh yes. secrets
0: in the walls now that wouldn't make me think that's a haunting one that would make me think of more like somebody's person? living in the walls like Wallman who is at your apartment right now probably freaking out. He um,
1: probably is. And he's probably like, all my people are home.
0: You, yeah. Yeah, that could be. Okay, so, um, yeah, wall man. I didn't think about the wall people of the world, how they're handling this. Although, probably pretty well.
1: Probably well. I mean, they're probably just like, all of my friends are home.
0: Mm, yeah, but see, then they can't break into the apartment. That's and true. He's probably starving. He probably is. Wall mm-hmm. going to be starving. This could be the thing that flushes him out of your apartment complex. Oh, By the boy. way, wall man is the idea that I, well, not the idea, think it's virtually a fact that somebody lives in the walls of sarah's apartment building and although since you're over here right now he's probably going to your place a lot
1: probably i don't really have any food though
0: yeah i bet he's really mad
1: yeah probably
0: he's probably trashing your apartment right now like throwing clothes Uh, around i wouldn't be able to tell
2: okay
0: (laughs) um living my best life yeah sure yeah so so anyway, uh going back to this, I got really lost track there with Wallman. am um, going going back to secrets in the walls, that's what it was? Yes, secrets so in the walls. Obviously a body's buried in the wall, so that's the secret?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Solved it. <laughs> that is correct. No, so this uh <laughs> this single mom um uh is living in the city and then she gets a new job out in a suburb of like New York or something and so she's like waiting for her bus one day and there's a realtor because of course all the real estate agents in Lifetime movies are like evil yeah so this realtor's like oh well why don't you come and check out this house this is beautiful I can't remember like 1800s you know super awesome uh-huh. house and you know she goes and looks at it she's like oh i can't afford it la 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 goes la, back la, to the la. city then the realtor calls her a couple of weeks later and she's like hey that house that i showed you by the way they significantly reduced the price and so <laughs> then she goes and um they end up buying the house and moving there but um one but the younger daughter is kind of psychic and the older ones there's like a way they got a
0: psychic involved now too
1: there no like the, the younger kid
0: be your kid psychic.
1: Yeah, like she like can sometimes like tell how? like when the phone is going to ring. She'll be like, uh, "The phone's gonna ring," and then they'll be like, "Ring, It seems
0: like a pretty boring psychic ability. I know. Like, I mean, I feel like you could be accurate like ten percent of the time at least if you're saying that. Like, I like if you're gonna make a call, like uh, if you're gonna say that, I feel like that's not um, that's not so hard. Uh, I think that I think that people could do that.
1: Okay, pretend to be psychic. All right. Yeah. I would really like to see you try to do that.
0: I mean, I think I'm a little bit psychic anyway, but I feel like that's <sighs> a. I feel like she's kind of a grifter already.
1: All right. Well, then, um, so there's a downstairs room, and the teenage girl, she's like, ah, this room is perfect. This is going to be my room. Well, then when they go down, the uncle notices that one of the walls has a hole in it. And so they punch through the wall and find out that there was an entirely other separate room in there. Yeah. And um, also at some point, like some magical, creepy music box comes and appears, and it, like, keeps playing by itself or whatever. And then um, they end up researching on the house find out that this woman in like the 30s or something she was 17 years old and married you know to some dude and um she apparently went to the store one day and disappeared nobody ever saw her again oh no. so she starts doing some research because weird stuff starts happening in the house and so her um the main woman and then her brother who's the uncle of the other people um, they go through, they they find in the room that they had found in the basement, they like go into one of the grates and then find a skeleton in there.
0: I love how you're speaking really low as though this is a very serious like real thing that happened to somebody, yes. you know, and then they went home and they went into the grates and it was just, you know it was really upsetting for them. And, and so then, they
1: got the body out of the house and so they thought that, you know, they were going to be scot-free because like, right, well we set her free but it turns out, no, she's fucking evil and she wants her childhood. Shit. She wants to possess the 17 year old oh girl. Oh my gosh because she's living the life that she was denied oh no so then she possesses her and and the other girl's trapped and then they try to um to exercise the house but really you know since the demon girl's inside of the actual girl's body the real girl's spirit is in the house and she's almost exercised and sent to hell
0: (laughs) oh wow they get really into that side of things okay getting into hell side of things yeah okay well that's something that's i'm glad again i'm glad that's distracting you from this difficult time so you've got that now that makes me wonder since I'm going to be spending so much time here at my house more than I probably ever have in a continuous amount of time um, what else can I explore here that I have not done before now there is one part of my house that I never have been to before and I've talked about this there's what? So in my house, you know, I have my basement and half of it is finished. And then there's the dirt side of the basement, which is walled off. But I do have access to it. I can get in there. And that's uh, kind of no man's land. And so back in there is a corner of my house that I have never been back to because I've got a secret room that's built in there. This is all true, actually. There's a secret room.
1: What? The Gimp room. Com- Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought you meant yeah. like, I thought you were saying places you hadn't been. There like, is a another- place I
0: haven't been. There's a place, there's a corner, and I've talked about it before on the show. Spider there's City? A, not Spider City. People get confused about Spider City. Spider City is very accessible. I just don't like it. Uh, Spider City is in between the main house and the Gimp Room. The Gimp Room is the nickname of the room that was, you know, the it's kind of a secret room that somebody built at one point. Um, and it's all, like, finished and cemented and all that stuff. But there's around the other side of the Gimp Room and within the walls, the retaining walls of the house, there's a whole other section that I have never been to because it's scary to me and I don't want to go back there.
1: Wait, so that's probably exactly where the secret in your walls is.
0: That's what I'm saying, and maybe with all of this time here at the house, ugh, maybe I should go see what's back there.
1: Not joking, I would not be surprised if there was someone buried in your basement.
0: Yeah, probably. There probably is. I I I would not be surprised about that either. But they're probably also cemented or except for back there in the dark corner of no man's land. So in the dark corner this is down, Ew. and it's a very narrow thing. You'd have to, like, shimmy into it. Where is it? It's in the back corner. Uh, like, when you in walk down? Like- well, it's in, it's in the dirt side. Ew. Yeah, you got to go to the dirt side to go to the... That's no man's land. And then to go to the dark corner, the dark corner I've never What if
1: there's, there. like, a fully, like, decorated room like there is in my apartment? Behind? I don't
0: think there's a room back there, but there could be... I don't know how much room is back there because I don't want to go back there. Um, so it's, So it's not a room... To, to explain this, it's not a room back there. It's uh, out on the outside of the gimp room. That's the hidden room I was talking about. So it's the, the that room is the gimp room is like all walled off. Yeah, and then you have the dirt side of the basement. Yeah, in between the actual wall of the house and the wall of the gimp room, it, they don't meet. Oh, there's like a little passageway there. Yeah, they it doesn't it doesn't meet the end of the house. Hmm. So it just, like, juts out into no man's land, but then there's the dark corner, and I don't know what's in the dark corner, because I've never wanted to go back there, because it's scary.
1: Weird, because people in old houses, like, hide things in the walls. We found things in the walls at a couple of our places. That's what people used to do.
0: Okay. I'm um, not just necessarily
1: bodies. I mean, who knows what's hidden in there.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think if this is
1: something I would even be willing to do. Well, you brought it up, so that means you must be willing to. Uh, it's going to you know, take me a saying, while of
0: going going here. Are
1: you going to wear like a full body like hazmat suit or something? Oh, I would have to. So you don't get like little bugs all over you. Ooh,
0: oh, let alone the bugs. Yeah, the bugs, bugs. will be back there.
1: No, all I'm thinking is like Temple of Doom. Oh, I don't want to go
2: back there.
0: I really don't want to do it. Okay, Vicky says maybe there could be money back there. So that's that's one possibility. Maybe there was a bank robber at one time who hid the treasure back there. Ooh. That could be true. There could be treasures. You know, there could yeah. be a treasure back there. Probably not.
1: Or it's the
0: remains of a body. Like that could be another thing too. So that's why I'm just, oh boy. Oh boy. I'm a little bit nervous about it, but I'm not sure. I mean, I suppose maybe it's something I could do down the road. Because I feel like the longer that I'm here, I'm going to get a little bit crazier. Because I haven't really been outside in.
1: You haven't, and you seem a little more. I mean, you're a little more chatty. Like you're starting to get, like, how do I put this? You're like Probably the, not nicely. No, I'm not not being mean, but like you're like the excitable like meth chatty a little. Like oh. you just like kinda keep chattering. You're chattering, that's what you are. Wow. That's not mean.
0: <laughs> yes, yes that is.
1: <laughs> How is that mean? You're
0: chatting like you're on meth. <laughs> like I, I'm not sure. Was that a compliment? I don't think that was a compliment. You're wow. Chattering.
1: You're chattering.
0: I think that your lack of other social interaction is starting. <laughs> to Perhaps that anxiety is being directed one direction. Um, so anyway, yes. Yeah, sorry about my meth chattering, everyone. I'll try to keep it to a minimum of just talking into the microphone, which is my living of what I do. Uh, yeah, I'll try to keep that to a minimum. Keep
1: the meth chatter to a minimum. Keep
0: the meth chatter down. Jesus, Sarah, (laughs) what the hell?
1: I wonder how this whole thing is affecting like the uh, drug dealer. You've been done for like, you've been under
0: quarantine for like, this is what, your fifth day and you're already getting murdery and like accusing everybody of being on meth?
1: No, that's, I was just wondering though, what do you think drug dealers are doing during this?
0: I, I don't know. It's not something that I actually thought about. Uh, I, I don't know. Probably I mean, do still dealing drugs. Still... If somebody wants meth, do you think they're going to be, well, boy, I really want to get that meth, but I'm under quarantine right now. They're going to go get meth. Like, that's going to happen.
1: That's true. I guess they're really like, my body that, is a temple like, at that point. <laughs> you
0: think, like, my former next door neighbor's the meth heads, you think this would have kept them inside? No. No. I mean, meth heads are definitely paranoid, but they're not too paranoid to go get their meth.
1: They've got to go get their meth. Yeah. And they probably tr- convince themselves into thinking that, you know, that the meth is the cure.
0: Also, I mean, honestly, right now, there's a whole bunch of places that don't have people in them. So it's uh, Copper Wire City out there for meth stealing.
1: Oh, boy.
0: Yeah, that's something to think about, too. Oh, I didn't even
1: Sorry, know. Sorry,
0: didn't you. mean to chatter too much. Just uh, wanted to
1: That's okay. Thank you for answer apologizing. your question for that. I appreciate you understanding that yes, that was too much chattering.
0: For sure. Sorry <laughs> about that, Sarah. Uh, anyway. Um. Oh, sorry. My angle on that video has not been good. Uh Do we? Do you have any anything else that you wanted to bring up here today? Do you have any world of crazy, or is it just life is too crazy for you?
1: Yeah. Life what What could I possibly have to contribute at this point?
0: I'm sorry. I asked that question. I was an <gasps> oh idiot God. for doing that. And That was just a dumb thing Shatterbox. on my end. I'm sorry for all that chattering I just did right there. Uh. All right.
1: Um. We do have a couple birthdays though. We do. We do. So um. Oh, someone just sent me one. Let's see. Uh okay, so first up, hang on, I'm trying to find them. There it is, there it is. Alright! Have an email from our pal Dennis, who's in the chat right now. He says, Hi Greg and Sarah. Like everyone, coronavirus is fucking things up for us. This Saturday is Maria's birthday. It's gonna be her big five-o. They're planning to go to Mexico, but that's not happening. So, um they he wanted to know if we could do an Elvis for her birthday. Of course. You and Maria are just delightful people, and we are so happy you exist, and I'm sorry you didn't go to Mexico, but after all of this happens, I'm, I hope you get a, a nice trip. Yes. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Maria. Happy
0: birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs>
1: happy birthday
0: <laughs> to you. Oh, no. ah. bom,
1: bom. Sorry for the chatting. All right. And somebody sent me another one, but now I don't know where it is. Oh, boy. I'm going back.
0: You know, it only makes sense. I've always talked about how Fun Employment Radio really is the chronicle, the long, long chronicling of a murder. It, it would make sense that it would happen back at my house, how we would all end up back here, full circle, and that's where it would happen. The reason you're bringing that up is the body part is because that's where I'm going to be, isn't it?
1: Also, we have a happy birthday to Fergus, who's turning 15. Happy birthday, bud. I hope you have a great one. Happy birthday, happy birthday to you.
0: Happy birthday, birthday to you. you.
1: Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. Oh, right. Yeah. And for clarification purposes, Maria's birthday is tomorrow. Okay. Just wanted to let you know.
0: Alrighty. Alright. Well, here's the thing. I think we're gonna try to do a happy hour later on. Happy being the keyword, and we're gonna make that happen. So uh wow. <laughs> so we'll work on that. What we'll be doing is posting on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I would say uh, download Zoom. Probably Zoom is going to be the best one to handle the most people because I think we have quite a few people in there. And if you want to join us, Hopefully, if you don't, do. don't. <laughs> I mean, well, either way, you know, whatever you want to do, we'll set it up and whoever wants to stop by, stop on by. Oh, uh, well, let's see. Say a time like
1: six,
0: 6 p.m. Pacific. Yeah. 6 p.m. Pacific. Then 6
1: p.m. Pacific.
0: OK, let's plan for 6 p.m. Pacific.
1: Um, Also, I want to give a big thank you again to Matt at Pacific North Press, pacificnorthpress.com. Yeah. If you know anybody who um, owns a small business or is a musician or anyone who's looking to maybe have some shirts done um, to try and help them financially uh, during this time. Yeah. Reach out to them. Get a hold of them. For sure. doing a good thing.
0: Yeah. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Really do appreciate it. Of course, you can send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503 and uh, And Yeah. You know, just uh, thanks. Thanks for everything. We'll be here for you broadcasting throughout the apocalypse uh, from this small room.
1: And thanks to everybody who's been having lunch with me. Yes. Lunch date with Sarah. Follow
0: us on Instagram.
1: That's been fun.
0: Have your lunch with Sarah.
1: (laughs) It's so ridiculous. Like, I just figure, why not just do something stupid right now? It doesn't matter. Like, everything. Have fun. go for it.
0: Yeah. 100%. Yeah. All right. Um, there we go. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oops. Stop playing with the knobs, Greg. I pressed, I pressed a button. All right. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio.
1: .com. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.
0: Sorry, did I say too much at the end? Yes.